What's going on, family? It's your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and this is your Faction Quick Hits on a Wednesday, what normally in the U.S. is tax day, but Corona has uh, changed that. So be that as it may, I hope you guys are doing well and having a fantastic start to your day. Listen, thank you so much for all of your support on all of our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Faction Show. We really appreciate your continued support there. Shout out to everybody who is subscribed to our podcast as well on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever it is that you get your podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. Have no fear because later today we'll have our Wednesday weekly roundup with our good brothers Courtney Beard and Brandon Clack. They'll be here, and we've got a lot to discuss. So I'm going to do my best to try to leave some of those topics for them, but I may touch on them. We'll see how it goes. So anyway, let's start off with this, because there's been a lot of news in the world of pro wrestling over these last couple of days. Quarantine has not stopped things at all. We'll start with AEW. AEW, of course, has been challenged by the coronavirus and quarantine, shelter at home situations. And so, of course, we know that they started doing the empty arena shows in Jacksonville, but they moved from their space at the Daily Place because the outside of the parking lot was being used as a coronavirus testing center. So they've moved to an undisclosed location, which I think is more known to me than others, but be that as it may, um, they've moved to an undisclosed location where they have been filming AEW Dynamite for the last few weeks. Well, we know coming up on May the 23rd, is their next scheduled pay-per-view, Double or Nothing. It was slated to take place at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. Problem is, the MGM Grand Garden Arena has canceled all events through May the 31st as the city, as most cities, are on lockdown. So what would AEW do about Double or Nothing? Well, they came out with a statement yesterday that said, in short, Double or Nothing will not happen at the MGM Grand Garden arena and fans who have purchased tickets will be able to either get a refund or have those tickets honored for next year's double or nothing which will happen on saturday may the 29th 2021 at the mgm garden arena so if you were planning on going to double or nothing uh, you may actually now have tickets to next year's show unless you want a refund now so what does that mean for double or nothing 2020 Double or Nothing 2020 is still going to happen. Uh, they're going to announce the specific location where it will happen, but it will still happen as planned. Saturday, May the 23rd, 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be available on pay-per-view uh, in all of the pay-per-view outlets that AEW frequent, including Dish Network, Direct TV, Cable Operators, and BR Live. So this gets interesting, right? Because perhaps what WWE has shown with Raw, SmackDown, and WrestleMania is that the pro wrestling show can go on. And so AEW has certainly taken a bite from that. And I also mentioned this, as I mentioned yesterday, there are a lot of factors at work here. Again, herein you have a TV contract that's involved um, and it's only with one network but they still have to provide content and so it's a bit different of course in the NBA the NFL and other entities now it does start to raise this question though 
Should other sports and other leagues take a page out of their book? Should we see more empty arena types of sports situations? Should the NBA resume by doing so? Should football and baseball resume as doing so? Now, I'll say this very quickly. Part of the reason why I think it could be a little more complicated for basketball and football is because you're dealing with team sports, right? So you're dealing with, in basketball, five on five, in football, 11 on 11, all of which goes against the current um, less than 10 people gathering situation. So that's a little bit different than pro wrestling where you can have a one-on-one match, you may have commentators, a referee, uh, camera people, and still fall within um, the 10-person situation. If you have more than 10 people, perhaps you have enough social distancing to make it safe. Um, and then two, one of the things that can happen is if it is a pre-recorded situation, you do have a chance to sanitize things, test things, etc., etc. And let me throw one other thing. The matches don't go on nearly as long as any of the games in the NBA, the NFL, baseball, etc., etc. So you're looking at, in essence, one game going two to three hours versus a match, which might go anywhere between five and 20 minutes. And so it's some different things at work, but I do think perhaps this is something that uh, other sports leagues should consider. How can we indeed um, make all of this happen? I don't know. But for sure, AEW's Double or Nothing is happening on May the 23rd, and it'll happen from an undisclosed location as of right now. We may find out more about it tonight on AEW Dynamite. With that said, last night also showcased an episode of Dark Side of the Ring, which we might touch on today. Uh, It dealt with Jimmy Superfly Snuka and the very controversial situation surrounding um, the death of his then-girlfriend, Nancy Argentino. Now, I'll probably talk a little bit more about this with the guys today, but I want to quickly give my thoughts on this. There is a lot of controversy connected to this. And if you watch the documentary, you got to get some details um, surrounding the fact that, for one, we don't know all of the details. Um, Was it a domestic violence situation? Was it that she slipped and fell? We do know what the coroner said, and the autopsy was powerful in that it said, that basically the wounds and situations found on her body resemble that of a homicide and it should be treated as such. Um, Interestingly enough, this thing happened while they were doing WWE tapings back in the 80s. Of course, things were a lot less sophisticated, but there is one thing that seems to hold true, and that is that Vince McMahon... Um, paid an amount of money that's undisclosed to allow Jimmy Snuka to not be charged with anything back in 1983. Snuka was the biggest star in WWE at the time. Uh, This was before Hulk Hogan. And so this just gets real murky, right? Um, Certainly watch the documentary if you have not. We will talk a bit more about it. I'll share some more details during the weekly roundup today. But I'll just say this. The news of this involving a Vince McMahon payoff 
coupled with the news that we shared yesterday via social media about WWE gets real interesting. So we've been following this WWE essential business situation in Florida for the last few days. As you know, uh, on April the 9th, the governor's office. Well, let's go back further. April the 1st, um, WWE was not considered an essential business. And apparently there were some major issues happening um, between the cops and the WWE PC where cops were showing up wanting to shut the whole thing down since it was going against the governmental order. Well, April the 9th, all of a sudden, the uh, governor of Florida deems WWE a an essential business, allowing them to go forward. And it says, you know, they bring great revenue to the state, et cetera, et cetera. Well, a couple problems with that. Problem number one is uh, they've been operating with a closed set since middle of March. So what kind of revenue is happening if they aren't selling tickets, they're not selling merchandise, uh, there are no concessions or anything else. So there's not money being transacted from thousands and thousands of fans if you're doing a live show. So what revenue are you talking about? Well, perhaps the revenue is the $18.5 million that came from Linda McMahon and her super PAC spent in Florida, which happened to have been announced the exact same day. So we'll dig into this a bit more during the show today, but you put that together and overlay it with this dark side of the ring, and I don't feel very comfortable about this. So that's kind of your lead in to what we're going to do today, because today we're going to talk at length about this whole essential business situation for WWE. Should it be the case for all pro wrestling? And what does it really mean? We're going to get into that uh, a whole lot more today on the weekly roundup. So you don't want to miss it. That podcast will be available later this afternoon. Super excited to get with my guys and have what should be an absolutely scintillating conversation. But here's what I want to do. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you specifically. What would you like for us to cover here on these quick hits? We have all sorts of things to talk about. We like to bring you lots of current news. But if you have questions that you'd like for us to address, etc., etc., leave them in the comments on our social media page, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. We want to hear from you and stay close because later today we'll have our weekly roundup dropping for you and uh, you'll be able to check that out and we may have some more surprises. I keep talking about it. You'll see it and when you do, you'll love it. I'm certain of that. Until later this afternoon, it's your man GB Gerard Bonner represent for my good brothers Courtney Beard and Brandon Clack and this is The Faction. I need my people, here we go.